Thanks for tuning in to Good Vibrations with Kristen. Are you ready to be inspired? Do you want to have a greater connection to the earth, each other, and ultimately yourself? So then join in the conversation with me, Kristen Ace, and me, Green Diva Meg, and our fascinating guests to share the light, the laughter, and the illumination of good vibrations. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Good Vibrations with me, Kristen, and me, Green Diva Meg. Hi, Kristen. Hi. So we have a very exciting uh, podcast today, but before we get started, we want to say a special uber thanks to our sponsor, Marty of... Smarty Marty's Rent-A-Rack. Don't you like that Smarty Marty's? I do. (laughs) Sorry, I kind of threw that at Megan. That's okay. I'm like, okay, okay, that's my cue. Oh my gosh. Yeah, Smarty Marty's Rent-A-Rack, and don't let the name fool you. The cars are beautiful, clean, upkept. I mean, you know, they're like brand new, but they're just not brand new. And they're also, so they're going to be less expensive for you to use. And if you need a bigger vehicle for a move or to schlep some things from one place to another, Marty also has those things available for you. So there are several locations in northern New Jersey here, and you can go to Kristen, uh, Kristen's website, goodvibrationswithkristen.com, all spelled out just the way it sounds, <laughs> K-R-I-S-T-I-N. Yep. Um, and right in the upper right corner, you'll see a link to Smarty Marty's rent rack and you go to the page, and you can find all kinds of information about the local ones, and there's also the national, you can, you know, if you're not in New Jersey, Right. Find one in California, wherever you are. And definitely let them know that you came through us, Good Vibrations, okay? Tell them Kristen sent you. Yay. <laughs> so today we are talking about the third chakra, which is obviously we're, we're moving up the chakra panel in, in the series. So we're on number three. The color associated with the third chakra is yellow. Okay. The third chakra sits in your solar plexus, and it is considered the power center. Okay. So um, if you're in balance with your third chakra, you feel empowered. You feel like you can say no. You're very clear about, you feel good about yourself. It's like a healthy confidence. Yeah, mm-hmm. a healthy confidence. Right, That's right, a, right. Thank you for saying that, Megan, because if your third chakra is, there are two ways it can be out of balance. One is if you um, don't feel, it's what you say to yourself about mm-hmm. who you are. Mm-hmm. So if you're saying to yourself, well, everyone uh, outside of you may perceive you as a very successful, happy person, if you are saying to yourself, that wasn't good enough, you're not good enough, you're a loser, any of those negative tapes Mm. that go on in our brain, that means your third chakra needs some balancing. Hmm. Now, the other way that it can be out of balance is if you are a bully. You know, if you bully people, if you need to dominate others, if you need to always have your way, if you need to always be right, that will mean that your third chakra is out of balance in the other direction. Right, where you're sort of overbearing. Overbearing, Mm -hmm. that's right. And and a good example, a sad example, but a good example of the third chakra being out of balance in a couple is if, uh, if there's a battered wife. So if mm. if the woman in the relationship is battered and abused, her third chakra is imbalanced where she can't say no, where she cannot stand up for herself, where she cannot um, uh, feel empowered to take back her own life. And her abuser He's is also out of balance right, in the other direction. In the other direction. Um, and that's not to say that abusers are only men. 
Mm-hmm. It can it happens with women as well. Mm-hmm. Both of those um, balances can happen within men and women. So uh, I don't want to get into stereotypes there, but that is a, a really easy um, example that everyone can understand. Right. So um, anyway, we're going to start out by toning the third oh, chakra. Oh, okay. Yay. Right off we're, the bat. I know. We're going to get it right into balance because... knows I'm clearing my throat. Because <laughs> then we're going to start talking, and I definitely have a story about third chakra. I know that, that Megan has lots of things to say about it too, but let's get toned. Yeah. So um, we're going to start out, the, the sound that you're going to use is um, O, the hard O, mm-hmm. and just follow along with me and Megan, and you can do this wherever you are in your car. Just don't close your eyes if you're driving. I know we mm-hmm. say that on every one of these chakra things. And but if you can't say it along, just listen and you get the toning no matter what. That's right. One of the things I do in my healing practice is I can tone your chakras. I can do it with, with the energy, but I can also tone them. And all you're doing is laying there receiving the toning and the chakra will be balanced. So chill out and get toned for a minute. Hey, baby. <laughs> <laughs> like I said before, can we do my whole body? Yes, we're going to, <laughs> believe me, at the end of the series. But let's just do three now. Okay, everybody ready? Mm-hmm. And oh wow yeah i love toning i feel t- i feel <laughs> empowered <laughs> i'm i'm got a little going on around my whole body so anyway i hope all of you guys are feeling nice and zizzied and <laughs> So the story that I have around the third chakra is, as some of, of, of our listeners might know, I was really badly bullied when I was young. <clears throat> and I would have to say my third chakra was way out of balance because I didn't know how to stand up for myself. Mm. And, and I was never a kid who was afraid, honest to God, because there was one time when I was in kindergarten and my oldest brother was getting picked on by a bunch of boys and they were beating him up. And I, now, so my older brother is four years older than me. Wow. So I was f- That's significant when you're that little. Yeah. And I was five or six. Yeah. And I jumped on one of the big boy's backs mm-hmm. and started biting him in his neck. And, Go vampire and, girl. <laughs> and, and pinching him and pulling his hair and telling him to leave my brother alone. Wow. And, and they all, you know, it was kind of scary for him because I was little, but I was mean (laughs) i was scared for my brother and i was like no you won't hurt him so that is actually who i am but i was so um so badly bullied during my teen years Mm -hmm. that i became i became afraid Mm -hmm. and i didn't know how to i I completely lost my power or i gave it away whatever you want to say um i had i had trouble Right. And, and it was a good solid six years of, of completely not feeling empowered. So anyway, I move out of that situation and go on to my young adulthood and start my spiritual quest and decide that that's never going to happen to me ever again. Right. And um, I'm going about my life. I've moved to Chicago. Then I moved back to Boston. And it's my first year of dating my now husband, Jeff. And I'm in a show. In Boston, because you know, I was uh, an active actress back then, and I'm walking from the subway station to the theater to get ready for the show with one of the guys in the show, and we're chatting away, blah, 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 and I see across the street, I hear someone screaming, and it's dark, and I look, and I see a guy who has to be about six feet tall, and he's 
swinging what looks to be like a like a 12 year old girl around by her hair oh and punching her as he whips her around <gasps> and mm. i went oh my god I, oh we have to go do something and the guy i'm with said i'm not going near that oh no i will yeah mm-hmm. and i said well i am mm-hmm. so i i ran across the street and i you know the guy was unexpected because i also can look like at back then, like a 12-year-old girl, something yeah. really small and, and considered petite. And I grabbed the guy by the arm and I whipped him around and I said, you get your hands off her now. And he was like, you know, you don't tell me what to do. And I, okay, I was like, all right, mother, bleep, bleep. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to tell you right now that if you don't get your hands off her, I'm going to kick your ass. I'm going to take you down. And he took one look in my eyes and he was like, Hmm. Uh oh, I think that this girl is serious. And he was like, she's my wife and I can do whatever I want to her. And I said, no, I'm telling you right now that you can't do anything you want. And if again, this is your last warning, you take your hands off her or I'm going to take you down. So he like shoved her onto the ground. He said, fine, I'm out of here. And I picked her up and, you know, I said, oh my God, are you okay? And she was sobbing and shaking and I put my arm around her and now my friend, the guy who was not going anywhere near that, came yeah. across the street now that everything was clear yeah. and All safe. All clear. <laughs> <laughs> Come on now. We took her to the theater. On the way to the theater, she told us her story. She was a mail order bride uh, from Thailand mm. and she had been kept basically prisoner in this man's home for sex and for housework. And she was only Mm. 17 years old. I know. So, um, she actually lived with me for a few days until, yeah, until, until I could get, uh, the police involved and get her to a women's shelter and get her to start her life, um, without this guy. Mm -hmm. And, but, and in that circumstances, there's two, circumstances of a chakra that's in balance Mm -hmm. which was mine Mm -hmm. and one that was out of balance the man who was the abuser and the other out of balance the young woman who was the abused Mm -hmm. but my third chakra was so clear and so uh spinning clearly that i was not afraid i was very empowered but i wasn't overpowering right so there's an example of where you can step into i don't believe that anyone should be bullied ever Mm -hmm. ever Mm -hmm. I used to say to one of my cats who was a bully, who was a bully yeah. you know, Pegasus, no one likes a bully, particularly mommy. <laughs> <laughs> and he would go, meow, meow, and then, and then he'd like go off and stop picking on my other cat. Because I don't believe anyone should be bullied. So in any circumstance that I see that, I'm going to step up to the plate because I'm very clear about how I feel about that. Right. And I'm able to say, no, this is not okay. I'm able to stand up for what I believe in. And that's having a balanced third chakra. Well, and and being kind of in a healthy, clear, I think you used the word clear a couple of times, very clear space about, yeah, there's no question. Right. You're not coming from an aggressive standpoint or some other agenda. It's just, you know, you're in the moment and it's called for. Right. And this is how it's going to be. When my son Landon was in, I'd say like, and and I don't know if your girls ever experienced this, Megan, bullying, Mm. you know, it's just a hard time, that whole um, preschool, all that stuff. So he was probably in fourth grade and there was a kid who was picking on him and at one point actually choked him on the school bus. 
Oh, and believe me, I took care of that. Yeah, <laughs> that sure. never happened again. Yeah, <laughs> I went to the principal and I was like, "This is. I'm, I'm just going to tell you, this is the second time now that this kid has put his hands on my child, and you've not been effectual in making that end." Right. And he was like, "Well, you know, we, we, you know, we sat them down, we talked to them, we made them shake hands." And I was like, oh, "You actually made my son shake hands with his bully? Mm-hmm. Are you bleeping kidding me?" I said, first of all, my son is never going to shake hands with anyone who bullies him. Second of all, this is in baseball, it's three strikes, you're out. Mm-hmm. In Christian world, two strikes and you're out. If it happens again, I'm coming down here with the police. I'm having you arrested for irresponsible um, adult supervision. Wow. I'm having the newspapers here. I will make your life so painful. You will wish you were never, ever born. <laughs> you handle this thing. You make sure that that kid sits in a different place than my kid sits on the bus. And you put him in the hot seat, not my child. Because my Mm -hmm. child was told, oh, he had to go sit at the front of the bus with all the kindergartners because he was being bullied. Right? So anyway, I got up on the next day, I got up on the bus and everybody in the school knew me and all the kids knew me and the bus driver knows me and I always bring her hot cookies for homemade cookies. So everybody knows me. That's one way to get suck up to the bus driver yeah hey, you have to be friends with the bus driver yeah so i get on the bus and i go hi everybody i'm just saying hi good morning to everybody and good morning to the bus driver and everybody have a great day and i scanned the whole bus and then i took one look at that kid and i got dead serious and i just looked at him <laughs> the death stare and i said okay everybody have a good day and that was the end of it but what i said to my son was you need to start talking from your third chakra to this kid. Hmm. You need to go, I don't like that. Mm-hmm. Stop doing that. That makes me uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. I said, just speaking from the center of your body and saying how you feel in a really strong voice will make that person aware that they've overstepped a boundary. Mm-hmm. And it's that centeredness that you come from that people then understand who you are. It was really hard for him. That's and it's and and my daughter and I had similar conversations of you know I don't like that. Mm-hmm. I said no. Please mm-hmm. don't do that. Yeah. But you know how hard that is for little kids to do. It is hard with peer pressure, especially girls are so difficult. They can be yeah. very, very, very mean. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. it, it can be really painful. Yeah, I but, experienced a lot of very vicious bullying from girls. Did you? Oh, yeah. I didn't know that. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, I was 12 years old, and it started. And oh. the year, the girls in the class one year ahead of me were on this kind of vicious rampage for all the girls in my class, my oh. grade. And, um, yeah, it was ugly. Yeah, it's so... And, and it imagine? did a lot of damage to my... Uh, self-esteem. Self-esteem, my sexuality, because it all revolved around things that I didn't even understand yet. Right, like who's pretty and who's popular. Right, I just wasn't there. And they were like, Megan's a slut. And I'm like, what? I don't even know what that is. But I know it's bad. It's bad. Whatever it is, it's bad. Because everybody's laughing at me and people are snickering and I know I don't feel good. So you don't even know what that word is, but you know it's bad. And they really, you know, I was an an early bloomer. Mm -hmm. I had like large breasts and I was very uh, womanly at the age of 12. Right. And my uh, mom was like that. And and the girls just that you know, the boys took notice in the class above us and they didn't like it that their guys were 
a tri- you know, playing or whatever. Looking I, at this yeah. beautiful young woman. And and me, I was a tomboy. I was right. like in jeans and a t-shirt. I just wanted to hang out and play ball and, you right. know, whatever. And they were like, get away from our boys. So, Isn't that, like, what is that about? I think when That's I was most- 13 or 14, they wrote in the road in huge chalk letters, Megan gives blowjobs. <laughs> Oh and I, I didn't even know what that was. But then and I again. was like, what is that? And, of course, everybody saw it. Right. And it was, um, yeah, that was just the scratching of the surface. And, mm. and, I, and I was very innocent. Mm-hmm. So it, it just seared my, mm-hmm. my little young innocent being. Mm-hmm. And it had a huge effect on how I would develop sexual. I started to wear, like, really ugly, baggy, you know, so don't notice me kind mm-hmm. of. I'm, I'm, you know, and then. Uh, I got involved with the druggies because they were a little less threatening. You know what <laughs> More I mean? More accepting. More accepting. And it was Isn't easier. Interesting, those people that everyone made fun of were just really accepting. Yeah. That's awful. So that it, it, had a, it, it, it had a big effect on the trajectory of my life. I'm not saying it was bad necessarily. Looking back, everything has its purpose. And, right. You know, um, but it took a long time to heal, heal some of those wounds. Well, it's interesting that you say that. As soon as you s- said written in big letters, I, I, I started crying because I had a very similar experience. That, And I was called a whore and a slut and I was a virgin. And yeah, it was written, me too. It was written all over the school. It was, yeah. it was like it was huge letters, just massive. It was always in my face. My, my boyfriend in senior year, I said to him, he was the class president, and I said, which was unusual, and I was a cheerleader, and all these rumors were always going around about me, and I said, you know, why did you never, like, listen to the rumors? And uh, um, he said, well, I saw something written in the boys' room about you that I knew was a lie, so I just figured it was all lies, right? And yeah. I was like, God, mm. what a nice guy to actually be able to take mm-hmm. take that and go... That's totally a lie because I know this this girl. Right. So it's all got to be lies. Right. But one thing that did happen to me is like you, and what I found out later is actually one of my cheerleader um, squad girls on my team mm-hmm. came with a bunch of her friends and wrote in white paint, Chris Ace is a whore on the sidewalk in front of my house. Oh, and that doesn't come off. Oh. So that just wore off over time. So every morning I got up, I oh. went out to to walk to school, both That's me and dreadful. my sister. And we looked at that for like, you know, three months until it wore off. Yeah, you know, and that Mike, the, these same group of girls used to call my house. And back then, you know, you had these wired phones. There were no answering machines. Right. And my mother would pick up and they'd scream, Megan is a whore. Megan is a slut. And then hang up. Oh, my God. And I'm like, God. oh, thanks. Right. Thanks so much. Right. And no. can you imagine, though, if we knew yeah. back then about third chakras and empowerment, or if our mothers knew, yeah. if, our, if my mother even knew, which she yeah. didn't know. No. I mean, I, I think empowerment for, for our mother's generation was even less available. Yeah. So, can, but can you imagine? No, and I went the opposite direction of you. I dressed in, in very tight, small clothes, and I was like, whatever. <laughs> Good for you. <laughs> whatever. Yeah. Yeah. I've got this, and it's mine. <laughs> 
I didn't do that until I turned like 30. And then oh. I, I, I'm serious. It took me a long time to kind of work through a lot of those issues. Right. And then when I turned 30, I was like, oh, wow, I'm a girl. Right. And I discovered skirts and, mm. you know, all kinds of fun. I had a lot of fun for a few years. Yeah, well, good for you. See, I, I always Without knew that. being a slut. I mean, just kind of well, celebrating that means. That celebrating word. my sexuality and my in, in a comfortable, healthy way. You right. know what I mean? Um, well, so you were balanced in your center. My so inner you slut. Knew, knew who you, I, I really have to say, hey. I hate that word. I yeah, hate all those not, derogatory yeah. terms towards women are very, um, their vibration is so low that you can't get out of it. Well, I removed the venom from that word for me now. It doesn't, doesn't really, you know, it's become sort of a. Just a word. Yeah. I, I, I'm going to say that um, vibrationally words have power. Mm. And I don't think you can ever take back those low vibrational words. I think they are low vibrational for a reason. Mm. And I think anybody who thinks they can take back a word that has such intense negative connotations is fooling themselves. Yeah. That's my personal opinion, everybody. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know that the out in the rap world, um, there's all kinds of words being thrown out there that people mm. think that they're owning. But I think all you're doing is perpetuating Mm. perpetuating the low vibration. Yeah. I don't use it frequently unless I'm describing something like this. Right. But, as, as, um, as something we experienced. Yeah. Yeah. No, I wouldn't use it in everyday vernacular, but no. it just doesn't have the same power. No. That whole scene is finally, now that I'm 50-something. Right. Uh, finally. It's really healed. It's, right. It's, Me too. Uh, the, but, the, the zing is gone from Right. That. But I still... Took a while. It did. It took me a long time. It took a lot of spiritual searching and a mm-hmm. lot of some therapy and, and so is other... So is that primarily a third or a second combination of well, second and third chakra? It is a, a combination of second mm-hmm. and third because you're talking about sexuality. But the third says, what do we say about ourselves? So mm-hmm. during that time in my life, I felt like a loser. I felt like I was those things that people were saying about me, even like though I didn't were taking know, that in, taking yeah. it in, mm-hmm. even though I didn't know what they were. I didn't know what right. those, I didn't know what a whore or a slut no, was. No, I didn't know what that But I certainly knew they were bad and mm-hmm. I must be this because that's what people are saying about me. Mm-hmm. And enough people were saying it and enough people were painting it on my sidewalk and in the school that I just started to feel that way about myself. So in, in, in that regard, my third chakra, if I hadn't taken it on, if I hadn't said those stories in my head, right. which years, it took years of therapy for me to to, yeah. to say, I really have value. I have worth. I'm not those things that people said about me. Mm-hmm. That's when my third chakra is balanced, where I know when I get up in the morning and I look in the mirror, and, and, and I've it's been a long time now where I can look in the mirror and go, God, I really like who I see, and I know my value. But during that high school time, mm-hmm. and probably for a good maybe five years afterwards, I didn't. I didn't feel like I had worth. I, I said, it, no matter what you guys saw on the outside, what I was saying to myself on the inside mm. of who I was and whether I mattered and whether I had um, value on this earth, I did not feel like I did. And so it's the inner tapes. What are you saying to yourself? When you get up in the morning, what do you say to yourself? Do you go, oh, God, you know, you again? Or are you like, hi, hi. Mm-hmm. You know, when I was in therapy, an exercise that my therapist used to make me do, and I'm telling you, I, I gagged when I had to do it, is look in a mirror and look at my eyes and say, I love you. Yeah, I remember um, doing that and mm. thinking, oh, I can't do that. <laughs> I know. 
weird. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to do that. Squirm. Yeah. Yeah. Like, why can you not do that? Mm-hmm. So that's being able to look at yourself and know you have worth, that you have value. And that goes to me, that always goes to divinity because when I really started to understand the divine in not only outside of myself, but inside of myself, that's where I started to truly balance my third chakra. And I'm not saying that every single day I wake up and my third chakra is balanced. I'm not going to say that, but I have tools. I have the toning tool. The two, the toning will, will, Balance that chakra within your body and shift your vibration around your own thought process. And mm-hmm. all you have to do is pick up on that vibration. Right, right. Go to the mirror and say, God, you look great today. Find one thing about yourself that you like, whether it's your uh, your your abs or your biceps or your eyes or your eyebrows your hair or your whatever, hair, yeah. the, the type of clothing you wear, mm-hmm. your pizzazz, your, uh, what you do for a living, whatever it is, you know, um, you know, whether you can make flowers grow. Right, I mean, there are some right. people with that green thumb who are magical in the garden. That's a gift. That's divine. Yeah. You bring that onto the earth as a high vibration. So whatever it is that you do that's so special. Celebrate something about yes, yourself that is wonderful. That's right. And the more we celebrate those things about ourselves that are wonderful, the things that we're not so pleased about take a back seat. Yeah, they diminish, right? Yeah, and then they're not as loud because mm-hmm. it's it's when when the voices of what I'm not doing right overweigh the good things I'm doing, that's when I'm in trouble. Now, here's a quick question about it, it would you say that shame is associated with the an yes. imbalanced third chakra? Absolutely. That's one of those things that Sure. I yeah. it, it is. And okay. I think it actually goes into the second chakra too. Okay, yeah, probably. It definitely, because shame makes us feel less than. Right. So there's something about us that we don't, that we feel shameful about and that we talk to ourselves about. Because shame is one of those vibrational feelings that only gets stronger with even the the smallest amount of food that you feed it. Right. The smallest amount of energy you That's put right. to it. Yeah, it's yeah. going to get real big real fast and there's nothing... Vicious little shame. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> and, but it is the same with all of those low vibrational feelings, hopelessness, shame, um, hate, mm-hmm. anger. It only takes a little bit to make those strong. Whereas joy and acceptance and love, um, when you're more constant in the high vibrational feelings, it takes less work to, f- to feed them. But like you said before, sometimes it only takes like one good thought right. can pull you up right. out of that muck into like, right. oh yeah, that's right. That's right. It's I not do so this. bad. Yeah. I, yeah. You, know, you know, I went out today and saw the, you know, this bird that was doing a dance because I put some food out and it's Aww. happy and it's bringing its babies. And, and you brought joy to the bird. So right. therefore so you I are did very this. cool. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Yay, I'm cool. Happy birds. Yeah. So... Again, it goes back to just a simple toning of the chakra that you think is imbalanced will help shift that whole vibration around, and then you can do the rest, you know. So this is going to be a really good podcast for people to bookmark. So if you're feeling low for any reason, I mean, all of Kristen's 
podcast, actually. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's the Thank whole... Thank you, Megan. Well, this is all about what you... It does it for me. Me too. And, and, and this is Kristen's whole concept, is to help raise the vibration and sharing conversation and just raising our vibration. But this particular podcast with the toning... That's right. ...and the discussion of... of empowerment. Know, empowerment and how it really only takes one small good thought right to start to bring your vibration up out so i i really think this is going to be one of those bookmark ones i'm going to listen to this one if i'm feeling blue at all right or if you wake up and you have that thought that says oh you know you didn't do that right and you didn't do this Mm -hmm. and that's where you go time to sit down and tone that third chakra yeah and find out what i do do that's worthy and 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 for sure i am telling you this as a fact my friends you matter more than you know. Mm. You have something about you that only you bring to this earth that is positive and important. And you add to the divinity of the earth because of who you are. Even if you're not aware. That's of it. right. It We're is. just wanting you to become aware mm-hmm. of what it is that you bring that's special. See, I'm lucky because I get to sit with you every week. Well, I and my feel vibration the same way rises, about you, my friend. So, you know, I hope that all of you start getting in the habit of listening because it's it's working for me. It's working for me, too. All right. Thanks, Kristen. All right. Thank you, everybody. You have a great third chakra day. <laughs> Bye-bye. I love you. We hope that you found this episode of GDK inspiring. And to raise your vibration even higher, visit my website at goodvibrationswithkristin.com. And don't forget to like Good Vibrations with Kristin on Facebook. What inspires you? Write us, let us know, so we can share your ideas on the show. And meanwhile, keep listening, keep connecting, and know that you are divinely guided.